You're listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis, if you're interested in that, contact us at one of us net at gmail.com with the amount of audio and video content we generate. It is expensive and extremely time consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage, one of us.net and sign up for a subscription at two, five, 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Well, it's been a while since I've been here. <laughs> what the heck is Justin doing here on a One of Us podcast? Oh my goodness. You son of a bitch, I thought you were dead. I mourned you. <laughs> <laughs> no Rona in this household. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I did have a, was wrong. We did have a scare at my workplace, though, which was really nerve wracking for a while. But hey, everybody, it's Justin. Um, admittedly, I've been taking a break from podcasting and social media and a bunch of other things just for my own personal health and other reasons that such. But, you know, the Emmy nominations came out as of today for this recording. And you know me, I'm a sucker for award show, even when they hurt me constantly like they did this time <laughs> it's an abusive girlfriend that just you just keep coming back to buddy sometimes the girlfriend gives me gifts you know like parasite winning best picture at the oscars i'm like okay i'll come back yeah. <laughs> but yeah so we're gonna talk about the major categories and nominations because oh my goodness there are a lot of surprises this year mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh with me is uh, let's see what we got here. We got Rose. Hello. We got Bradley. Hello. We got Nathan. I thought you came back to podcasting for me. Aw, that's so nice that you thought so. <laughs> um, and then we also got Alex. <laughs> Hello. Hey. So, now, I know that I believe Brad has been on a couple of these with me when talking about nominations for Emmys, especially, right? Oh, always. I on the Prize was one of my favorites favorites oh yeah so we're kind of just going to go through some of the major contenders here and get some initial reactions now i know there's one in particular that everyone is really upset about mm-hmm. and <laughs> i don't understand it either so you know what why don't we just start with that because we got to talk about the fact that better call saul didn't get snubbed completely because what it got nominated for best drama series it got nominated for two write uh, writing episodes because mm-hmm. it was nominated for episodes eight and nine which admittedly were great incredible episodes yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was nominated for some technical awards. A- and Giancarlo Esposito as Gus. Yeah, the only acting nominee was for Giancarlo Esposito and nobody else. Oh, is absolutely insane. That kind of seemed like a deep cut Mandalorian promotion from Disney, honestly. <laughs> it's, well, because that's the weird thing is that Mandalorian was not nominated for any acting categories other than, uh, well, guest actor for Giancarlo as well. But, I, okay, I get it. There's some definite favorites within the Emmys, and one of them being Succession, which dominated acting categories this year. Like, literally. Like, there were three supporting actor nominations for Succession in that category. And Ozark, always. Weren't there also two lead actor for Succession as well? Yes, for uh, Jeremy Strong and Brian Cox, uh, for both of them. But, yeah, Succession why? was a comedy. No, not really. Am I the only one that laughs at that show? <laughs> Oh, everything I've seen is funny. I think that no matter how funny something is, if there's a bad parent involved, uh, every award show will go, oh, drama. 
I don't know, because Shit's Creek has some bad parents, and that's a comedy. <laughs> so which one? Shit's Creek. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. That that is hilarious. Is my life a comedy <laughs> yeah. or a tragedy? It's up to you. <laughs> but but that's the thing. So does the Academy just hate Rhea Seaborn? Oh, I fucking despise. I it. don't know, but I I thought for sure she was finally going to get at least her first nomination this time. Totally, it was her season. She was the MVP of the show, and she plays one of the most interesting characters on television. Period. Yeah. Yeah, instead we had to push her out because Meryl Streep deserved another nomination for some reason. That she's which, probably look, not going to get. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, you know, when I look at the people who are nominated for supporting actors, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of good actors in here. You know, people from The Crown, from Succession, Westworld, all these kind of shows. And yet, I feel like there's at least two people on here who could have been pushed out in favor of Rhea Seahorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least. Did anybody watch Westworld this year? No. I, the fact that it didn't get Best Drama Series, that shows that people maybe are not as in love with Westworld as they used to be. That's what yeah. I've heard, is that the, the first season was amazing, the second season it was kind of mixed, and I've heard almost nothing but negative things about this third one. Yeah, I think I remember Chris said that it was like pretty much fan fiction of season one. Oof. That's how he described it. <laughs> that's, Ouch. that's pretty accurate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Marshawn Lynch was in it, eh? Beast Mode. Uh, I mean, Aaron Paul was in it, so that's fine. But you know, yeah, oh, bitch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, okay, talk about another snub. Aaron Paul wasn't nominated for El Camino. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Bollocks. Do they just hate <laughs> Vince Gilligan? I don't know. They I, like I, him I, enough to no- nominate for writing, but not for not for all this other stuff. Maybe they just figured they gave him and his crew enough during Breaking Bad's run that they were just like, meh. You had your your run. Now it's time for Succession's turn to dominate. Go ahead. Ozark's Never. the true successor to Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, I that, there was some weird stuff with those omissions. I I don't know. And you know, I've heard nothing but good things. So a little uh, behind the scenes of what I've been doing at work as well. So I I worked at a grocery store for a while. I'm not working there for much longer, but my my choice not being fired <laughs> but uh, is, is this your two weeks notice yes i'm actually in the middle of it but <laughs> one of the people i worked with actually catered for season four and five of better call saul no shit cool yeah really nice guy and i mean he was only on there for a little while just because you know it's shooting in new mexico and he's an idaho boy but which is funny enough even though they all knew aaron paul is from idaho this guy's nickname on set was idaho because that's the only way they could distinguish him from everybody else. <laughs> but he had nothing but amazing to say about both Jonathan Banks and Rhea Seahorn. Like, he was just like, oh yeah, Jonathan Banks is maybe the most nicest, most professional man you ever meet in your life. Just a total mm-hmm. gentleman. And Rhea Seahorn is just a sweetheart. Because she plays the whole kind of frigid, stoic, icy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in real life, she's just very affable and very likable. That's what I've so, heard. It shows in her performance, for sure. Yeah, so I don't understand for the life of me why... That can't translate to any kind of recognition from the Emmys. It's just... Now, do they just hate lawyer shows, maybe? I think it's just because they, they didn't want to give Better Call Saul a chance. They, I imagine a lot of voters for the Emmy, whatever Academy or whatever it is they have going on, took the, the mindset that a lot of people did of expecting Better Call Saul to be like Breaking Bad, and it's really not, and so they just kind of brush it off. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, that's the thing. To be fair, it's a very different show than Breaking Bad. But in no way is it a bad show. And in no. fact, this season is probably the closest to Breaking Bad that the show has gotten. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that sort of, oh, it might be a cash grab mentality that some people have. But the show has proven time and time again not to be that. I think the real disservice is just that 
if people look up Ray Seahorn on Wikipedia or anything and they look at her performances, it's just going to show, hey, she was in Better Call Saul and she was in Inside Man Part 2, no awards, no nothing, and it's like, she's killing it. That's <laughs> yeah, really yeah. not fair. Yeah, th- that's a real bummer. But, you know, why don't we just go through some of the other major categories and react to those, too? Although, um, Alex, any last thoughts before we move on to that? None in particular, except that I don't think Meryl Streep would be disappointed if she wasn't nominated for anything at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got to rent another storage point. unit to start putting those things in. <laughs> well, and even then, like, I feel like with Meryl Streep, where it's like, did anyone really like Big Little Eye Season 2? You know? Did anyone watch no, it? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A season that was made off a show that already finished the book by the first season. That almost never goes well. Also see Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Game of Thrones. The ending, yeah, both endings are conclusive. They're conclusive endings. Why are we dragging this out? Yeah. But also Leftovers. Well, Leftovers is like the exception to the rule in that case. where they. I mean, yeah, I, I, sorry, yeah. I just heard the Leftovers book is kind of shitty, so everyone liked the show better. When a show's <laughs> better than its source material, it should continue. Yeah. Oh, sure, absolutely. Now, again, to be uh, to say that, though, Better Call Saul did receive, I think, I want to say like eight nominations this year for mm, like... Let me see. Yeah, two, yeah, two writing nominations, music supervision, supporting actor, like we mentioned, drama series... Sound editing and sound mixing. So, yeah, seven nominations uh, for this year. So, decent turnout, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But why don't we talk about the other drama series nominees, since we've spent so much on drama. Uh, let's see. The nominees were Better Call Saul, Killing Eve Season 3, which, again, was that really well received? I haven't heard anyone talk about yeah, Season 3. Yeah, I didn't hear much about it now. Yeah. Ozark Season 3, which I did hear a lot that people were just raved about how good this season was. It was a good season. It it I've was heard, I've heard mixed things. Probably the best season of the show, but I still feel that the show as a whole is just B grade TV. Yeah. Uh Stranger <laughs> Things season three was nominated. For which... some reason. Okay, see, I love <laughs> season three. I thought that was great, but I guess there's just an undercurrent now of people doing the whole like, oh, see, Stranger Things is super popular, therefore it sucks now. Oh, I no, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the show. I, I've loved it from the start, and I want it to be as good as it used to be, but I feel like the, the quality of each season has gone down somewhat with each passing one, and I just didn't think that season three, although it did have some fun moments, was that great. I still haven't well, seen it. Do you think it. it's because people are tired of the 80s, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I checked out his Maybe. rats. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> Narratively, this one wasn't as strong. Eh, fair. I, I thought it was a little better than season two, admittedly, but... All um, I remember is also, hating that one episode of season two, and I think The one that everyone, everyone hates. hates. Yeah, yeah that, that's what's hates kept it. me I haven't away seen, from season we, we three. We don't talk about that. I haven't seen season two, and I know about yeah. that. Hey, kids, you like backdoor pilots? Here's a big backdoor. <laughs> Spinoff called The Elevens. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, Succession was one of the major nominees this year with, like I said, sweeping acting categories with, I think, let's see, if I count off the top of my head, six or seven acting nominations just by itself. Oh, yeah, I which, think we're yeah. missing one of the bigger surprises of the, the drama series nominations. Well, I'm getting to that. Don't yeah. worry. I'm going to get to that one. I'm going by the list yeah. here on the Is NBA. Succession so just the best show that I don't know anybody who watches, but yet I, I feel like everybody's it. talking about Oh, no, about. I watch it. Oh, okay. it's super fun, but maybe I'm watching it wrong because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> now, Brian Cox plays an incredibly mean dad. And yeah, I'll admit he's 
very hurtful and it can even make me cry sometimes how cruel this person is but these kids are so loud stupid and entitled that it seems like a comedy to me god damn it now i want to watch it Bradley. you know i only made it through the first half of the pilot and i wasn't as impressed as everybody else but i hear it does get better so i think i need to give it a shot you know gotta give it three episodes that three episode mark is where you're like okay maybe i like this (laughs) yeah um let's see then there's the crown that got nominated for best drama series which you know, it's, again, like a lot of shows, that's just a mainstay where it's like, we well, nominated before, it gets nominated again. Mm-hmm. It's a period piece. It's got to be nominated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't this season though. change its whole cast, too? Yeah. Yeah, which, ambitious, you know, to say the least. Yeah. The uh, Wire the did Handmaid's... it every season, though. Yeah, but then the, the Handmaid's Tale was nominated, <laughs> which, did we, did anyone get the memo that Handmaid's Tale is not good anymore? <laughs> I stopped after season two. I mean, it's just, it's rough watching rape every episode yeah. and then well that's why i only made it through the pilot where i'm just like okay i get the quality but man it's just so much to take in all at once after you get yeah, to the I point watch that where elizabeth moss escapes the culture that she's in and she's like no i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna fight them i'm like what are you doing just leave it's that happens multiple times <laughs> like where it's like there's yeah. literally no reason to go back even if you want to do this thing you don't have to go back to do it but she's like nah i need to be back there yeah she put up her hood all batman like and i'm like you're not batman just get out of there please yeah. yeah i can't endure any more of this the farther it goes on the further message of the whole story is completely destroyed but you know the author gets to collect and which I think is good. You know, authors should get paid for these type of things, so it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now we need to talk about the big surprise that no one saw coming. Yay! The Mandalorian <laughs> is up for Best Drama Series. Good. I cool. never would have imagined. Yeah, not only that, it was up for 15 nominations this year. Yeah! Which, yeah, I think that's like the third or fourth, no, no, fourth or fifth most nominated film uh, show this year. Which I'm like, wow. Isn't it nice to see... Star Wars gets some praise that everybody agrees with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah after, after the bean that we took from Rise of Skywalker, it's like, okay, a good Star Wars thing for a change. Oh, phew. <laughs> I've been saying Baby Yoda got snubbed all day. Well, I mean, it was up for a bunch of prosthetic awards, like for makeup and as such. It's up for three editing contentions for mm-hmm. chapters two, four, and eight. Uh, all three got nominated. And some surprising ones, like we said, like Giancarlo Esposito is up for guest actor, and Taika Waititi is up for best voiceover performance. He yeah. was oh, pretty cool. fucking great in that. IG-88? Or, no, the one that... Uh, IG-11. IG-88. Yeah. IG-11, thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot. It was up for pretty much, you know, a giant, you know, slew of technical prizes this year. And I would say just about all of them are well-deserved in terms yeah. of nominations. Yeah, you can see the money spent on this show, and that really shows. <laughs> oh, I mean, for sure. the, the fact that they were able to make it look as good as they did made, made it seem like they were able to shoot on so many locations when really it was all kind of shot in one room. It's yeah. just incredible. Well, yeah, the, I, when I saw the behind the scenes about how they're doing that projection technology, I'm like, one, I am very impressed by the technology, and two, I'm very impressed that they could make it feel like so many different locations yeah. just in the same setting. Oh, yeah. I never would have yeah. guessed. I'm, yeah, thank you, Corridor Crew, for showing that stuff to us. <laughs> I'm so mm-hmm. impressed at the fact that episodes just run as long as they need to. That, that's yeah. so refreshing to me. I mean, it's still labeled as a half-hour series, even though the last one is, I think it was like half an hour to 40 minutes, wasn't it? Or something like yeah. That? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's nice. It, it's not necessarily like a praise of the show's quality, but it's just like, seriously, this episode's 35 minutes, and I never feel like one's too short or too long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, absolutely, yeah. it's really great. Yeah. Um, I also then, like just just to put a put a stamp on this. I like when Star Wars is okay with being Star Wars. Yeah. None of this nostalgia is pandering, neither. And there's a ton of nostalgia in this. I, for one, adore the Jawa Sandcrawler. So the fact that I got to see it, what was that, episode two? Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sold. I'm, I'm, I'm going the whole way with this show now. I love that thing. Dance and it wasn't gimmicky. <laughs> it was, exactly. It was there for a reason. And uh, I'm really looking forward to season two. Anyway, right, well, that's the thing. When when people use nostalgia well, they'll make you like they'll evoke stuff from the old shows, but then they'll do something new with it. And I feel like Mandalorian on the yeah. whole did new stuff with everything it was doing, mm-hmm. which I really liked. So, um, but yeah, then we got comedy series, which I'm not as familiar with all the comedy nominees. I've seen half of them, I think, but I know most of these have been received very, very well. Like we got Kirby Enthusiasm, which Best I heard nothing but season in a long time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, oh, cool. that's what I was saying. I think everyone loved this season uh, overall. Yeah. Uh, I, it's really neck and neck for me with uh, that and the other uh, vampire related comedy. Yes. I'm going to save that one for last. Cause there's a lot to talk about uh-huh. that one, but um, we got dead to me, which I've always heard great things about. Just never seen it myself, but I'll yeah. probably give it a shot. You know. I think it's canceled after three seasons, too, so watch it while you can. I, I think, yeah, the next season's the last one, if I remember hearing correctly. Um, let's see, Insecure also got nominated, which, you know, they're making a big push for that show, and, you know, good I on them. show's I, pretty great. Yeah. What is uh, it? I've, I've never heard of it till now. It's got Issa it's, Rae um, in it. Yeah, it's a big HBO show. It's very much, you know, kind of like allowing black female comedians to headline on the show, and it's pretty good. Oh, from the, cool. The, the scene of it. Yeah. I got HBO. I'll check it out tonight. Yeah. Uh, then you got Shit's Creek. <laughs> this is the most you will ever hear me say that word without actually saying that word. Let's just say that. <laughs> so, um, What's your favorite type yeah. of mushroom? <laughs> My favorite type of dog, too, you know. <laughs> uh, interesting side note. This, and I shouldn't say, is actually Canada's way to once again infiltrate American comedy and take out all the American comedians with the Canadian ones. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Pop TV, which is the big channel that it was producing it. It happens every, like, four years. Michael J. Fox (laughs) did it. Then Jim Carrey did it. Wait, Jim Carrey is one of you? Uh, He's canceled. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Mockery's Canadian? No! That's not really a... No, that's only for me. Well, but, yeah. but you know, I mean, that it's the last season of this show, too, which they had to make a big deal because it's, like, nominated for every category you can compete in. Yeah, I was so happy to see how many nominations it got because I love that show so much. I need to watch yeah. it. I love Catherine O'Hara. Oh, she's, yeah, from right here, she's great. And I love the fact that Eugene Levy's actual son is one of the characters in this one, too. Yeah, and, and the co-creator yeah, and, and co-producer. Yeah. And I, I have a huge, huge nitpick about some of the nominations that it got this year. So Eugene Levy got a lead actor in a comedy series, and his son, Daniel, who plays David Rose, got supporting actor. But David Rose is not a supporting character. He is arguably the main character. It, it's I, a yeah. political thing to make sure he got a nomination. I guess. Essentially. No, I agree, though. He's, he's definitely the protagonist of the yeah. show. And it's, it would be a deserved lead nomination, too. He's so freaking funny in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's been a history of that even the Oscars. Like even I think back to say well, the, the Last King of Scotland, where it's like, yeah, Forrest Whitaker won for lead actor, even though technically James McAvoy is the main character. Yeah, technically, it's his story. Yeah, yeah, like Haley Steinfeld in True Grit. Yeah, yeah, well, she's or, the lead actress. And they've nominated her for supporting. So Alicia Vikander was the lead in 
uh, the Eddie uh, Redmayne story. Yeah. The Danish Girl, yeah, that was her I mean, story. But okay. To be fair with True Grit, it's like, well, she was up against Natalie Portman. You got to put her in Best Supporting yeah. Actress. That's why they do it. They, 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 they try to position them in whatever category they feel they best could compete in, you know, for that kind of stuff. Um, now, thinking, though, for another final season, The Good Place had its last season and was nominated. Um, I need to finish that show. I don't know if I've ever voiced my thoughts on this final season. (laughs) Is it on Netflix in America? Uh, I think. I I mean, I watched it on on Hulu when it was airing episode episode. I didn't really like this final season very much, honestly. I know everyone loved it, and I'm just like... I haven't seen the final season yet either, so I don't know. I just felt like it had a lot of good moments, but it had such a messy execution of the plot lines, because, like, literally, the plot changes halfway through the season in a way that feels like okay, this first plot line's not working. we got to just do something different now. <laughs> no <laughs> comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it felt like for all the stuff they did so well in the previous seasons, it, again, there were some high points. Like, I think my favorite episode is when they go to hell to rescue uh, Janet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. Everything else, good and bad. You know, kind of a mixture. Which, though, I will say, I'm really happy to see that both uh, Chidi and Janet got nominated for Supporting Actor and Supporting Actress. Yes, time. Janet. Yeah. She's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's probably my, well, her and Ted Danson are my favorite characters, which I think, also, no, wait, Ted Danson also got nominated, too. So yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, also, for comedy series, last three here, we got the Kaminsky Method, which I have literally never seen an episode of. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I love Michael Douglas. I've been curious, but not enough to press play. <laughs> I, I always hear it's good. Like, it's good for, like, a traditional style sitcom kind of thing. Um, then we got Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, which, I mean, I think most of us were on the review for that, so you know our thoughts on that. I was on it, and I didn't even see the season. <laughs> Have you still not seen it yet? No. Oh, my Aww. God. I need to catch up. I watched the first season. I really liked it. The, the writing on that show is always great. But, yeah, no, I was just there. I was a fly on the wall. Yeah. No, like, I'm not bu- – I mean, it's the third most nominated show this year, which I'm not fully bummed at, but it's, it's one of the things where it's like, yeah – it was good. It could have been a lot better. Yeah, think. this is definitely weaker. But in terms of like yeah. all the technical stuff, like costuming and music and all the usual things that they excel at, they definitely deserve. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but now for the big one that only I saw it coming, I guess, because I predicted this on my Gold Derby predictions. What We Do in the Shadows got nominated. Yeah, Woo! that was another one that I just figured would never, ever get a look at it because, you know, it's just this goofy vampire documentary, whatever. <laughs> I will say, if I had any issue with this season, there was a lot of uh, updog in this season. A lot more than I expected. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Sit in the corner. <laughs> say it. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to leave you as unfulfilled as he was in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, funny enough, that episode was nominated as one of the writing nods for this season. So, because it was um, Ghosts, that episode. That one was great. Also, On the Run, which, I, that was my favorite episode, when he goes, when he becomes Jackie Daytona. Jackie, Jackie Daytona. Daytona. human bartender. <laughs> and then Collaboration, which I had no strong feelings towards whatsoever. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a weird choice, because I, I felt there were better, funnier episodes that season than that one. Yeah, yeah. I even felt like the first episode was better with uh, Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like that was my major complaint with the season. I'm like, it's really, really good. The last couple episodes were a bit eh, fine. Not bad, but just fine. 
Yeah, yeah I even felt the, the finale, aside from one really cool moment, was just kind of... Eh. I feel like the finale could have been at least, like, ten minutes longer. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it just ended, where it's just like, oh, I guess that's the cliffhanger ending. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like it didn't get nominated for much. I think it was only up for eight nominations this year for comedy series, yeah. three writing nominations, sound editing, production design, casting, and editing. But those are all good picks. Yeah. 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 Now, we got to talk about, though, the limited series uh, nominees now, because, oh boy, you know, okay, so, like I said, second most nominated was Mrs. Maisel this year, uh, third most nominated was Ozarks with 18 nominations, which, holy crap, 18 <laughs> nominations, but all of them got blown out of the water by Watchmen this year, and that got 26, 26 nominations this year. I'm so wow. happy. That's an alphabet. Yeah, and Watchmen is a really great show, except for the crappy ending. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I take nothing back. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like but, the ending either. Yeah. I, it was the egg, you guys. The egg, then the chicken. I'm going to go sit in the corner and just <laughs> be the one person who liked the ending of Watchmen. I liked the ending. Well, I didn't hate the ending. I think it reflects in the, no- the episodes nominated because none of the nominees, except for like two, were from anything that happened at the end of the season. Mm. <laughs> it, it was the weakest episode of the season i will give you that yeah i mean and that's the thing it's like again so much of the show is so great like when you look at all the stuff it's nominated for okay i'm gonna say one thing though what the frick guys tim blake nelson not getting nominated right yeah <laughs> i agree that was bogus okay and i get what okay I, you know this is slightly conspiracy theorist but this is also the thing it's like they wanted to make sure that for a show that pushes itself about racial diversity, that it's not only white people being nominated for the show. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And there's a lot of great actors in this. But they could have taken one of those spots away from Succession. Yeah. yeah or, well, no, Succession is a different category. This is a limited series uh, oh. for that one. But my, my thing oh, is yeah. this. Yeah. I, hatred I, for Succession, man. <laughs> I, I heard Tim Blake Nelson doesn't like that kind of attention. And he never wants to, what do they call it, when they have to promote themselves campaign. for weeks uh, on Yeah, end? campaign or market okay. themselves. Okay, yeah. Now, I know that, that a lot of award shows don't care and they'll nominate success. But Tim Blake Nelson's been getting snubbed for a long yeah, time. He's, he's an underrated yeah. actor. I'll do you one better. They should have taken away Jim Parsons from Hollywood because gross. Did anybody watch Hollywood? <laughs> I did. I was on the review for that. That show. Yeah. Is... yeah I remember you guys were, were harsh towards everything about it, but in a nice way. You used nice soft words about how bad it sucked. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe maybe I wasn't as vocal. Jim Parsons, he he's good at being slimy in the role, but it's like a role that doesn't really require much for you to be slimy as a you know, producer sexually abuses the people that he produces. It's just, it's, it's like, do we really have to nominate Manton for playing Harvey Weinstein? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't yeah. he a, he's an Emmy darling and a Ryan Murphy regular, isn't he? Yeah. Well, and that's mostly the reason why Hollywood would recognize because it's a Ryan Murphy show. There has to be at least one every Emmy season, it seems like. Yeah. But that's the thing too. Like, even when I look at the Watchmen category, because it's like, yeah, so the supporting actors nominated were Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, Giovanna Depo and Louis Gossett Jr. You know, I liked all of them, but Louis Gossett Jr. is just so barely in the show that I wouldn't even have thought about him being nominated. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his monologue in the finale. finale still makes me cry, though. Yeah, oh, that's great. Same. Yeah. Also, I feel Yaya was fine, you know? Like, I, I like him as an actor, but I don't see him as being, like, great, great as an actor. Like, especially... Mm-hmm. When he was Cal, he was fine. But then when the twist happens, it, in case no one knows what the twist is in this one, 
I felt like I was less convinced by him in the twist than I was when he was just regular, you know, Cal the husband. It's yeah. fair, but I thought his voice was really great in the role. Yeah, well, there's there's a possibility that you now, as opposed to you moments from now, maybe even decades, <laughs> will appreciate that role. We shall see. I approve, Brad. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, no, it was nominated for a slew of technical categories for like cinematography, you know, all the lead actors like Jeremy Irons, uh, uh, Gene Smart, and Regina King were all nominated. It was up for music. It's up for three director prizes, which thankfully were all three of my favorite episodes. Episode one, episode five, and episode six. I was going to say, any moment where episode six is nominated, I hope it steals it because episode six was incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, episode five and six were the total, like, that was the peak for me, like, when the show was at its, like, 100% running absolutely at its, you know, best quality. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, especially because the episode, uh, episode six was directed by Stephen Williams, who was one of the veteran directors from Lost, so, <laughs> and one of the major black directors working in television right now, so. Nice. I, cool. I have a feeling he's going to win, not, not just to say for a black director, but that does definitely, I've seen so many articles that are promoting about how much diversity there was this year, which is good, but that kind of... You know, it seems like it's a bit of a spoiler as to where people are going to be voting for a lot of the categories. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, hey, I'm great for representation. That's awesome. Like, what? I think 33% of the nominees for a lot of the technical and directing categories were ladies, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I think diversity was up apparently by 40-something percent, which is awesome. Yeah. Even though it was up for only black actors, not Asian or Latinos, which there were no Latinos nominated anywhere this year, mm. it feels like. Yeah, where's my fucking nope, Tony no. Dalton nomination? Right. Right? Seriously, that would have been an easy one, easy fix to the problem. Hey, Just saying. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, I'm glad for all that stuff. I just also don't want it to be a thing where it's like, well, it has to be only these people win, because sometimes people win because they're really great. And in that case, I will say it though, Stephen, Bald- uh, Stephen Williams totally deserves to win oh, for that one. God, yeah, yes. You almost said Stephen Baldwin. Bleh. Stephen <laughs> Baldwin doesn't deserve anything. I, I, Different Stevens. I can't remember if he's the bad Baldwin. Um, he's I mean, a Baldwin. Yeah, there are a bunch Which of Baldwins one's... you can say. They're the Baldwins. Yeah, it, it's kind of like all yeah. Martin Sheen's he's kids. It's like, uh, one, <laughs> it feels like when you pour like water on Gizmo and Gremlins, they all come <laughs> in, like, twisted versions of the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Baldwin's the one from The Usual Suspects. That's it. So, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's for the major contenders. Now, I got to talk about a few interesting nominees that happened this year. So, first of all, I got to talk about this because this just was on my brain, and I can't understand why. Rose, you were on the review with the, for The Great with me. Yes. <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this, because The Great was nominated for directing and writing, two things I thought were not good in that show. I, I, I could see it for directing, maybe, but uh, not writing, because every other word was huzzah. And the F word. Huzzah! <laughs> Wait, Justin, I, I, this is news to me. You didn't think that The Great lived up to its namesake? Not even a little. It's a great pile of poo, like I said. So. You're, you're the only one I know who's really hated it. I know, and I get it. I'm in the minority on that one. I, I haven't seen it yet, but to be fair, I think that's funny. It, it probably didn't help that I was watching the Eddie and the Great simultaneously when I was getting ready for Wait. the reviews. Oh my gosh! Is so, that what broke you? I was about to say Sophie's <laughs> choice: the Great or the Eddie. <sighs> Don't do that to him. No, do it. <laughs> I you know what? You, you I guys know. hated the Eddie. It, it's so hard because I'll say that the Eddie is the show is the most boring of the two. The Great at least had f- 
funny parts. So I will only give I'll give the great that credit that it wasn't boring. It tried my patience. It angered me, but it wasn't boring like the Eddie was. Did it feel as pointless? Yeah, uh, well, it was pointless too. Okay, I'm not gonna make it just about the great. Sorry, okay. I know. <laughs> Sorry, go I just go listen to my you. review if you want to hear all my thoughts. On I'm an energy vampire, man. <laughs> Is there any writing that you did like? Um, you know what? I, the great, the few things I thought should have been nominated, like I felt that Nicholas Holt, like where was the love for him? Because he was, yeah. even though I hated his character, he was great in that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody so, wants to witness him though, man. Yeah, I guess so. But... <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that would have been a much more deserving nominee for the grade. I just felt like I was just kind of baffled by that. If he's ever nominated, I just hope he comes up to the stage and just <laughs> witness me and jumps. <laughs> oh, with the with the can of uh, sprays spray his mouth with the same color gold as the Oscars or the Emmy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shiny and gold. <laughs> um, now here's an interesting one too. That I don't know if you guys have seen Rami season two yet. Mm-mm. Yes. Now. Rami was pretty good. I didn't like this season as much as the first season, but I was kind of surprised that it only got three nominations this year, although it was for pretty deserving categories, I would say. I almost liked it more than season one. I See, there were some high points I liked more than season one, especially the supporting actor nominated this year, Mahershala Ali, kicked butt every time he was on screen. I mean, oh, that's what he does. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like, I have to say that Mahers- more and more, Mahershala Ali is becoming the best supporting actor in anything he does. Like, mm-hmm. literally... If he's a supporting player in your movie or your show, it's going to be great. Just go ahead and engrave the trophy. Or the best lead, because True Detective Season 3 was, you know, True Detective Season 3, but he was great in it. Better than Season 2. Yes. Yeah. Okay, still be fair, I have not seen Season 3 yet. But I did not like how they resolved Season 2, because it made me hate the main character so much. But Nobody nobody likes Season 2. Yeah, well, it's just the way that... No, sorry, not True Detective, I'm talking about Rami. So, oh, okay. yeah, no. True Detective, that's a whole other bag of worms for that yeah. one. But Rami, yeah. yeah. Welcome Rami, to the I True just... Detective podcast where we... <laughs> I just hated the character Rami so much by the end of season two. I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch season three. But he was nominated for lead actor. And to be fair, he was nominated for best directing, which was for episode four, which if you guys remember, that's the one we have to go to the rich Arab uh, mogul to oh, convince yes. him to fund the, fund the mosque. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that one was great. I will say that. Like, that was still at the high point of season two and not the totally uncomfortable jerking off scene in episode seven or whatever that was. <laughs> uh, okay. That was awful. But now there's a couple other ones here I wanted to note that, okay, I know I'm one of the minority two who also liked this show a lot, but come on, only two nominations for Tales from the Loop? Huh. <laughs> not seen. I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Well, that's the problem. No one has seen this show. It was advertised heavily on Amazon, but nobody watched it. <laughs> oh, is that the one that Matt Reeves produced? I think he did. I'll give uh, it it's a the shot, one. If that's yeah, the case. It's, it's so it's a sci-fi anthology show based on the tabletop game that they released for it. And I will say this: it is a hard show to get into because it's very hard sci-fi. Like when you think about like, oh, it's going to be wacky antics and explosions it's like no this is like thinking man sci-fi terms in that nice tone so like dark but <laughs> it's actually got a lot similar to dark except it's also episodic so even though there is a through line all the episodes are more or less self-contained except for the Ooh. last one yeah um but it was nominated for two prizes that admittedly it deserved for cinematography and supporting visual effects which admittedly both were some of the best parts of the whole show. So yeah, that's yeah. the best part about the uh, artwork inspired by the tabletop as well. 
Oh yeah, and they really tried their hardest to emulate the artwork, and they That's so much so they even took entire shots from the book and just recreated them for the show. Nice. Oh, that's pretty freaking cool. Oh yeah, and it looks just it. as good. Although no nominations for the music because it was by Philip Glass, who you know one of those all-time Ooh, great composers. Yeah. Ooh, I'm Nava. sold so much. You're doing a great job right now. Yeah, just give it some time because well, they're, they're all hour-long episodes as well, and they're very slow paced so if you can get in if you can jive with its tone then you'll really like it well speaking of hard sci-fi and nominations and whatnot not a single one for the expanse which i was very disappointed by i feel like people have just given up on the expanse which is so sad so good. <laughs> i still need yeah. to watch that show every time <laughs> somebody tells me about it i'm like captivated by it and then i'm just oh like, yeah never get to it what other shows out there have space mormons in it come on <laughs> That's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah no, I'm not kidding. That. There's a whole subplot involving Mormons in the show, and that's kind of awesome. <laughs> in space? Wow. Can we pitch yeah. a movie called Space Mormons, though? I'm sure I Trey Parker has already thought of it. God, <laughs> <laughs> the Book good. of Mormon Part 2. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, also surprising, man, do people just really hate Mindhunter? Because it only got a cinematography nomination this I year. I only watched the first season, but I heard season I two was more or less the same quality. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't better or worse other than maybe the plotting was a little bit weaker in some parts. But yeah, it was weird. It's like, just the show doesn't get any recognition at all from the Emmys. Is it because of the sexy serial killers? But they're not sexy. That's one thing I can give Yeah, them. I was about to say. Yeah, I can give credit. They do not make the serial killers flattering at all on this show. That's good. You know, I really need to start watching this one. Because I know that you, Lexi, Alan, everybody who I've talked to that's seen it says, it's the best show ever. You got to watch it. I wouldn't say best show ever. It's really, really good. It's just, it is what it is. when you The kind of way that I was saying about Tales from the Loop, if you go in knowing that it's a very slow-paced, talky show about criminal investigations, then you'll really dig it. It's so well directed, too. Yeah. Especially any episode that David Fincher does. Like, uh, oh, what was it? The one one scene from this season when it's that conversation in the back of a pickup truck. That whole scene was amazing. Just a a quiet conversation scene, but it's just so tense the entire time. Yeah. To me, it feels like Zodiac meets the social network. Where it feels like the building of something (coughs) unique and something that will change the world for better or for worse. But it also has that dark, just almost clean but dirty cinematography of Zodiac. I don't know. It's so great. Oh, yeah. uh, Also, going back to some things I didn't say. So, uh, limited series, the other nominees other than Watchmen, which... I mean, the only reason I ignored it is because, come on, seriously, does anyone not think Watchmen's going to win this year? Oh, it's going to sweep. <laughs> I, I don't think it will. I think they'll get superhero EU mentality like they always do, and it won't get anything, unless one of them dies between now and then. I mean, to be fair, though, when it's up against these other four, you got Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, mm-hmm. Unbelievable, and Unorthodox. I, I feel like the only contender is Mrs. America. Yeah, I think so, And too. even then, Mrs. America's good. It's not better than Watchmen. I don't think it is either, but I wouldn't be upset. Also, unbelievable. Really good show from what the stuff I know about it. Mm-hmm. Not better than Watchmen, or at least oh, not no. as popular as Watchmen. Yeah, yeah unbelievables. Mm, I'd say Little Fires Everywhere can go. Yeah, that one I heard, I, I was like just kind of like, it's fine, you know, kind yeah, of thing. it's fine. I mean, the book was better. I, I read that book, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I say wow. <laughs> Brad, I just kind of accept that if there's something based on a book, 
seven times out of ten, you've already read the book before you see the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when but, uh, we wanted Celeste, to mm, do different. an episode on Let the Right One In for another podcast, you were like, oh, I've read the book. I like it quite a bit. I haven't seen either of the movies. I was like, whoa. I think he just wants to flex that he reads more than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley, okay, you win, Brad. Bradley always flexes on that. We see you. <laughs> It's the only. It's the only thing I flex on. Yeah. No, but then uh, also there was outstanding TV movie, which again I haven't talked much about because come on. What's a TV movie? A movie exclusively released for television consumption. So. Okay. Which in that case I'm like, come on, El Camino should win this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just the fact that it's not as nominated for uh, as some yeah, of the other shows. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah. There it is. I see it. Sorry, I was like, yeah. Where's El Camino? I just which, found it. Never mind. And again, <laughs> it was only nominated for. Four nominations for editing and both sound categories outside of Outstanding TV Movie. But then, for the other nominees, I haven't even heard of half of these, or seen half of these. Because there's American Son, Bad Education, which I have heard is really good on HBO. Because yeah. didn't you see yeah, that one, Brad? Yeah, Bad Education's in my top ten so far this year. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, then Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, These Old Bones, which I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. No idea. I'm sure my grandma has. Yeah, <laughs> and then the weirdest nominee is the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt interactive movie, Kimmy versus the Reverend. That was fun. I but would say what? There's at least three minutes of this that I'd consider award worthy, but three minutes out of like '90s kind of a stretch. To yeah, are they I mean, uh, are they just every moment with John Hamm getting blown up? It, actually, yeah, <laughs> and he's great. He is great at suffering. He, you know. I really like Don Draper, but I'm sad how underrated as a comedian John Hammond. Oh, totally. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, Anyways. it's a bummer. But um, you know, and there's, I mean, there's a few other categories that we can talk about just to not belabor the point for a lot of these. Like what animated program this year? It's pretty much a you know go to for these nominees. It's Big Mouth, Bob's Burgers, BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty, and The Simpsons. They usually just always give it to The Simpsons, yeah. don't they? Actually, no, because Rick and Morty won this previously, so. Really? Whoa! Well, actually, no. Okay, I think Simpsons won the previous year, but Rick and Morty before that won uh, the previous the previous year. Oh. Oh, what, okay. what is this one that's nominated the the Acid Vat episode? Yes, it's the, it's yeah. the Vat of Acid. Episode. That was that yeah. was a great episode. <laughs> that's a really funny episode. Yeah, because then um the Simpsons episode nominated was the Thanksgiving of Horror, which I actually heard for some people was actually one of the better Simpsons episodes to come out. I do still watch the Simpsons. This is the best Simpsons episode in like 20 years. Oh, wow. I'm not even kidding. Oh, awesome. Check it out on Disney+. Plus. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah, and then there's uh, BoJack Horseman was the second to last episode, The View from Halfway Down, which was legitimately really good, to be fair. Oh, yeah, that episode was amazing. Yeah, so not the finale. It was the one right before the penultimate. It's the episode. penultimate episode. Yeah, which the finale was good. I, I I didn't dislike it that some people I know did, but I'm like, yeah, it. Admittedly, the high point of drama was the one right before that episode. The the, the yeah, finale was which more is closer. How, yeah, that's how it always should be. The penultimate is always the best episode. Oh yeah, it should be. Um, then Bob's Burgers. Honestly, I thought this season was really weak of Bob's Burgers, which I've never said for any season before that. But it was the Pig you. Trouble and Little Tina episode, which was like, eh, it's fine. Which which one was that? The one where she finds the pig. Um, I barely remember Man, that I episode. Even, That's how, how I little. I don't even think I could finish that one. Not yeah. the Thanksgiving episode where they're cooking their meat like Red Dead Redemption 2. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I think I think maybe the it's just been on too long and the kids not growing is well. The the, the, the real problem was because they're making the Bosburgers movie and Central Park at the same time, so it split the team. Okay, when is yeah. that coming so it's just out? Just kind of starved creative. You haven't heard anything about it. I know there's literally mm-hmm. just all I know that the reason I know it's existing is because it's IMDb page for it, and that's it. Yeah. I can't imagine I it's like too it hard to make. Years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, 
Bob's Burgers, when it's at its peak, can be really glossy looking, like really well produced. But that's yeah. that's where I noticed the first half of the season, especially, looked really under rendered and under animated. Where I'm just like, oh, all their animators are working on their other show and their other movie. Yeah, so. like, it looks ugly, <clears throat> like season one ugly. Yeah, it was pretty rough. So, um, but then Big Mouth, I don't really watch Big Mouth, so I don't know about the disclosure, the movie, the musical. So. I don't get how this could be nominated. It's pure shock value. I don't like it. It doesn't really have a message. It's just like, hey, we talk about sex stuff. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I straight up hate that show. Yeah, my brother keeps trying to show me episodes of it, and I'm just like, "Uh, this doesn't entertain me. Can we just watch something different? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the short-form animated category, oh, boy, we got... So I'm saving this last one for last, but Robot Chicken, which, man, that's still on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right? i remember people freaking out about that show when i was like 12 exactly Aww, yeah. I, I like robot chicken <laughs> i mean I, you know it, it robot chicken's an institution but i'm like wh- how many seasons have been on now like 20 yeah it's been on since i was in high school yeah uh and then steven universe future which i mean okay steven universe fans there you go I've never but seen it me neither I, I didn't care for steven universe future and i love steven universe uh, so. but then the weirdest one was the forky ask the question uh shorts like just put something to round out the numbers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This nomination pisses me off. This, I'm seething quietly to myself. I'll give you demonstrations of what it is. Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Forky. I have a question. Yeah, well, we're marketing right now. Okay, go buy a Forky, kids. That's all this shit is, and it pisses Holy me shit. off. Bradley, I love when you get angry about things that uh, I have not seen or have no context for. <laughs> It's Have you seen great. that episode? Bradley was de- he was dead on on that one. So, <laughs> yeah. go buy a Forky. Ugh, and Forky's not a bad character. I'm not saying that. I think the the comedian is that Tony Hale. Yeah, yeah it's Tony Hale. I think he's brilliant. But this is such a get your parents to buy shit thing that I, I it just makes me mad yeah they were kind of pointless i, I saw like a couple and i'm just like well i've seen enough of that <laughs> and they're only two minutes a piece so yeah tony yeah. hale was great in uh harley quinn yeah i was just about to say that yeah yeah exactly oh, yeah, tony hale's right. a great actor he was in that um now also some again these are just some smattering ones speaking of central park as you mentioned boss burgers leslie odom jr was nominated for central park for his voiceover performance hmm. oh that's great yeah so i mean you've seen the show right brad yeah, yeah. Uh, his character Owen. Do you think he deserved it? Absolutely. He does singing. He's very warm. He's very stern. He has anxiety. It, Owen is really. He's a lot like. You know what? Just if you have Apple Plus, I um, recommended it. No spoilers for my review, but it's kind of great. Uh, yes, I know. I, deserved. Awesome. I've, I've just let it sit on the back burner. <laughs> I need to watch it. I've heard it's really good. So, but sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying, awesome. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I will fix that in editing. Um, but now, and then a few more, like, uh, guest actor in a comedy series. We have to mention this, too, because there was a few posthumous nominations, and one of the big ones was Fred Willard, which, uh. you know, sad to see. But, hey, he was great in Modern Family, although, would it have been this or Space Force that would have been more deserving of the nomination? He was hardly in Space Force. It was nice seeing him appear, but all I've heard is just him in Modern Family is fantastic. So. Oh, yeah. He's always great whenever he shows up on that show. So yeah. at least, hey, nice send-off for him. He, he maybe probably, has, uh, like, three lines in Space Force, and it's all just, like, kind of dementia jokes where it's like, oh, you're just reminding me of uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a bummer. And to be fair, the other nominees are all pretty good. Like, you got Death Patel and Modern Love, which, hey, nice to see an Indian actor on there, too. That but also, show hey, is so wholesome and sweet. I love that show. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, and Death Patel's a great actor, so I'm happy to see him with that. And yeah. then um, it's Luke Kirby from Mrs. Maisel, which, of course, everyone loves Luke Kirby in that I show. I really hope he gets mm-hmm. it again, because he didn't have very many appearances this season. It's certainly not as many as previous ones, but it was just devastating some of his scenes on there so i really hope he gets it again i unfortunately don't think he's gonna win because i'm pretty sure eddie murphy's gonna sweep it up for his hosting job in snl maybe but we'll have the uh, two snl hosts nominated honestly i would think uh, three make it adam driver well because there was three because it was brad pitt he was also nominated oh yeah yeah oh, that's wow. that's a weird <laughs> thing considering that he you know was just on a zoom call yeah that's it's the first of, uh... emmy nominated zoom performance <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's so weird i mean I, I, that at home episode was kind of strange overall but yeah it's like wait he got nominated for that <laughs> um but yeah no i mean yeah it's definitely a uh, tight competition between uh luke, uh luke kirby and eddie murphy on that one so which to be fair eddie murphy was great in that episode too so well, yeah nice he was yeah i gotta say uh john ham was snubbed for curb your enthusiasm Right, and also I think don't, I don't That's think Larry David I mean. was nominated either. Yeah, uh, John yeah. John Ham like okay, literally through this recording, Alex mouthed out a line that John Ham said, and I've been trying to not laugh <laughs> hysterically <laughs> for probably about thirty minutes. <laughs> nice, it's uh, and then oh, so good. Oh, great, good. No, he's just he's so good. There, there's a moment where somebody refers to a lazy Susan as a lazy Susan. And somebody at the table is like, hey, I want you to stop saying that. That's outdated. That's sexist. That's racist. <laughs> and he says, who's that sexist again? Susan's? Well, he's, just <laughs> slow- well, he's just slowly like uh, evolving into Larry David. I don't know. It was a really funny performance. Oh, yeah. That was one of the highlights I heard from that season. For John sure. Hamm's deadpan is so good. And un- again, underrated. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then I promise. Last three points I want to make. <laughs> These are the last few. It's so <laughs> sad to see Black Mirror has fallen from grace so hard. Because the only nomination it got was for Andrew Scott this year for his episode. I didn't watch all Black Mirror this and year. And what episode was that? That was the one where he's the uh, taxi driver who holds that one guy hostage. No, I'm not, I'm not remembering it. <laughs> I know I saw it. <laughs> yeah, it, this season I heard was really not very good. But he was like, in terms of acting, he was like one of the few bright spots in the entire sh- the entire season. I thought Which, Yaha was great in his one episode. Yeah, but that episode itself was, from the bits I've seen of it, it was just kind of... Eh, oh, eh. I don't know. I think the line, I, I fucked a polar bear and I still can't get you out of my head, is one of the best lines of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Black Mirror is just too aware of itself and... That's caused it, it uh, kind of hit a peak, it feels like it had it, yeah, like a sinkhole, yeah, I agree. yeah. No, but then, uh, talking about the two, uh, I mean, Disney Plus had a big showing with Mandalorian, but the two shows that had weird representation for you know representing their channels, the morning show got nominated for quite a few things for Apple TV Plus. But has anyone actually seen the morning show? Uh, no, I have not. It seemed like no. a show that like would be great if Aaron Sorkin wrote it, but he didn't. So I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of pretty accurate. And it's it didn't get nominated for drama series, but it's up for oh gosh, directing four you know uh, four acting prizes, well five if you ask the guest, guest actor, and then a couple of technical prizes. Which oh. okay, I mean I guess that's that's the problem where it's like it wasn't even the most popular show on Apple TV Plus, but it was the most prestigious. So that's why they marketed yeah. it so hard. 
So I want to give it a chance, but I hate morning shows. <laughs> and I don't think they're important. And honestly, I think they're probably bad for you. I mean, it's not actually about the morning show. It's about the politics behind the morning. It's, it feels like, like it's supposed to be po- like that. There you go. The politics behind trash television? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I liked Morning Glory. That's about it. <laughs> Very different, but both well, no similar and different. <laughs> um, but but the, no, no, I, I was being too harsh. I haven't seen it all. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, but the last thing I want to talk about... Hey, Quibi got represented this year at the Emmys. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. That was mild. <laughs> yeah, which... What did it get represented for? Well, so, okay, so it was mostly for short-form acting categories and, you know, for, like, short-form okay. series stuff. But I'm just amazed that people are still trying to give Quibi a shot because, like, does anyone remember Quibi or think about Quibi at all? I, I think that this is just an attempt to give it a mark in the history books before it's extinct. Pretty much, because, I mean, what? Like, oh, good, Christoph Waltz was nominated for Best Actor in a Short-Form Series, which, yeah, I love Christoph Waltz, but no one's going to watch The Most Dangerous Game, because it's on Quibi. I think it will be funny if they manage to, like, have a... They're not going to probably have a crowd for the Emmys at all. This is probably all going to be over Zoom. But if they did, just hearing, and from Quibi, the nominees, and then you just hear... And it's Jeffrey Katzenberg (laughs) in the last row. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. Jeffrey Katzenberg's optimism about Quibi, but that's the only thing I really know about it. The it budget it's... per episodes is just like, you're never going to get a return on that, man. No. And honestly, like, <laughs> the way they marketed, like, it's perfect for today's society. Five minute, ten minute long episodes apiece. And I'm just like, you really got a sad view of the world if that's how well, you feel I, about I, I get the impetus behind it because it was meant for, you know, young professionals on the go or things to watch during your lunch break at work, right, before a global pandemic that broke out that made a lot of people lose their jobs. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, there is nothing that I find funnier than a bunch of out-of-touch studio execs losing their shirts over something that was never going to work in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> and the sad thing is they had so much talent behind a few of these shows. Like, what, they, they revived Reno 911, and that got yeah. nominated for this. But then also, Most Dangerous Game had a top-tier group of producers behind it, including Phil Abraham, who was the guy who directed the first few episodes of Daredevil. I... Yeah, and, uh... Hmm, I've read that book <laughs> yes we i've read that book i know <laughs> every everybody's read that. there you go i can i can match you i've also read that book Thank what you. Were you gonna say? i saw that one uh movie with ice tea does that count <laughs> was that called the most dangerous i think game? it's just called like surviving the game or something directed by that, uh, with, um, ernest dickerson Anybody? is that adaptation was, uh, of that gary Busey in that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like quality entertainment right hey, here. Hey, don't you come at surviving the game. No, I feel uh, like Quibi... Of the game you all just lost. <laughs> I feel like Quibi sounds like the name of an alien that the military shot at before we were able to hear it out properly. <laughs> it's like, no! That's probably great. says Quibi, too. Yeah. <laughs> well... So that's all I got to say about the nominees and that such. I mean, is there any other points you guys want to make? No, we hit all the wine. Yeah, my big point was Ray Seahorn got robbed. Yes. And, <laughs> and then the Dunn. extra, yep. the other 50 minutes was just rambling on about other stuff, but all that mattered was Ray Seahorn. <laughs> also, everybody check out Surviving the Game. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to share that today I learned that there's an award for an award show, and that makes me uncomfortable. 
<laughs> oh yeah, all the uh, the variety and var- and those categories where you can actually yeah the Oscars can win Emmys for winning awards. <laughs> yeah, oh, Charlie Kaufman actually presents that award. He should. It's so disturbatory. I, I didn't know that commercials could get awards. I mean, it makes sense. Oh yeah, I've just never heard of it. But one of the ones on there is um, the Sandy Hook Foundation school supplies commercial. If you want to call it one, and uh, oh, I really hope right. that wins because that shocked me to my core. I forgot about that. That's wild. Yeah. No, I mean, most of these commercials, like, that's the thing with the commercial category. It's mostly commercials I don't watch because I don't watch commercials anymore. Yeah, yeah so yeah, did, whenever you do see a really good commercial on there, you're like, oh. <laughs> Is there a best ad within the five seconds before skipped award? <laughs> <laughs> I, think Quibi, I think Quibi will get nominated for that. There so. you go. That's, yeah. that's Quibi's category. <laughs> they should just give an award for the five second bits of trailers that don't spoil the movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's... I like it. That's fun. Well, um, that's really all I got to say about this. So, I mean, there was a few other things that were mentioned, but they're not really worth talking about. Like, does anyone care that Lost in Space got nominated? Does anyone watch? Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. For vi- for it, just visual. it did, and the Expanse didn't come on for visual effects. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, I know. So there you go. On that sour note, we're done. So <laughs> hey, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, I don't know when I'll be back on another podcast. We'll see how this turns out, I guess. But. You know, you can hear everybody else here on various reviews and shows on oneofus.net, including Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, any, anything you want to pimp out? Uh, I will be doing a few <laughs> uh, movie and TV show reviews coming up soon, so just keep an eye out for that. Awesome. And then, Bradley, I know you're on the Central Park Review, but then anything else you want to pimp out? Well, I just want to pimp out Eye on the Prize, and I'll drag Justin kicking and screaming back to the show every time. If an <laughs> award is out there to be handed out, I'll, I'll get him. Hey, I mean, at least something like this happened, because it's like, oh, I would do Oscar talk, except there's no Oscar movies to really talk about right yeah, now. Right. Well, Bad Boys for done. Life. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I mean, the, the, I haven't seen The Five Bloods, but people were talking about that already for Oscar. It's really Buzz, good. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, the, I hope so. Yeah, but then uh, Nathan? You already know what I'm about to pimp. Uh, I got a new podcast out with Aaron uh, titled Mission Impotable. We are going to go through the movies and the two TV shows that nobody has seemed to have watched besides like (laughs) my dad and a few others. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you're also going to hear Justin and probably eventually everybody on this podcast here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, actually, those were pretty fun recordings, so I can't wait to hear the final product on those. Hell yeah. Hopefully I edit them okay. Yeah, and actually the pilot episode lasted for only about 20 minutes, which I was shocked. I'm like, oh, we're not going to do an hour-long ramble? Yay! What do you think this is, Better Call Saul? (laughs) Or our Mission Impossible 1996 review. Oh, you're going to hear some fun stuff on that episode. All right, with that, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, See you later. Toodles. Goodbye. Later.